Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I'm so excited to have on a four-year-old, a 35, 38, 40, and 46-year-old from Sheffield, Cardiff, Oldham, Greater Manchester, Chesterfield, Romford, Essex. And this is just a real mixed bag of nuts on the podcast today. Welcome to the shed, Lee Hudson. Pete Banton or Barry the Baguette, whatever that's about. <laughs> Massive Baz or Fit Baz, and my creepy stalker neighbor. <laughs> okay, so we got to keep this organized. But there's so many people, so we'll start with Lee. How did you find out about the shed? Uh, I think uh, it was on Twitter. I think somebody somebody out there kind of shared something about the, the pod and I've been listening to like a, a one from that's based in the UK or whatever and I was just getting, getting into listening to some of those while I was doing a bit in the gym and things like that and then I saw this one listen and just listened to the first episode and I was like yes this is exactly the content we were looking for so yeah it was it's been wicked basically I think I've listened to everyone since it's been oh, that's, awesome that, thank you and uh yeah we've stayed in contact through Twitter and cabinet maker 7 a.m fuck you um anyways okay thank you for the support and yeah we've got to know each other right through twitter and you've let me know about manchester and different historical facts maybe um okay baguette how'd you find out about the shed um i think are you actually got a barry brust jersey in the background that coward that never even came to the game Fucking coward. Uh, coward. Sorry, I'm just trying to get things going. I actually don't know. He's probably a nice guy, but maybe maybe (laughs) he was injured, right? You know, maybe he was injured. Uh, I'm trying to set up fights in my shed, and this guy's not even coming to the games, but hey, whatever. Yeah, wait till next time, Barry 11. Sure, he will. Okay, how'd you find out about the shed? Sorry, a bit rude to start. (laughs) No, no, no. yeah, I think it was the second Mosey episode. My friend um, just texted me. I'm like, oh, my God, have you heard this? Uh, and that, that was it from there, Mosey. Yeah, well, welcome to the shed. Um, nice to get to know you, finally. Um, yeah, and you actually gave um, – you threw a Twix at Mac, didn't you? I threw a Twix at Mac. May or may not have, you know. <laughs> Definitely did. And was, gave uh, a cheeseburger to Mosey. Yep. Thank you Mosey for the support. That's, that makes my heart full when I see Mosey with a microwavable cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay, Baz, how'd you find out about the shed? 
Oh, I know through Twitter it was, well, you said I obviously follow you on Twitter and everything like that. And I listened to, I think, I loved the Stephen Dixon episode. I thought I was absolutely brilliant. He's coming said, on Dixon's tomorrow. Such a cool, <laughs> is he such a cool guy, Dixon is? On he and is off cool. the ice, like. You're right. He's a really, really nice guy, like. And cooler than all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a silky <laughs> hair. <laughs> nice hair. Really nice hair. You're right. <laughs> Mine's coming on a bit as well now. So, so you lost a lot of weight, eh? Since we took our topless photo together. Oh uh, yeah, since that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think that was the first time I ever met you, Wally. Wasn't it? I think. Yeah, you were in a hockey fan. You were in a hockey fan when I played in Cardiff. Um, you met. No, we, we met at Wally night, and we took a topless photo in the bar together, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you had your belly face painted, didn't you? A devil on it. I'm a big Joey Martin thought... fan. He's coming on tomorrow too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he? Uh, yeah, not as yeah, nice think, a hair um... as Dicko, but uh, really cute, <laughs> really cute. <laughs> yeah. Wally, um, I know you uh, like a love story on the pod, but that's got to be that's got to be up there, hasn't it? That you two guys met with your tummies out. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, that's def- that's definitely when we met, though. Um, was at Wally night. You were not a fan before, yeah. but I had seen you on Twitter, and uh, I had seen the picture of you topless in the crowd like with Eglund and Franny you know that picture that's legendary. oh yeah that was yeah that was yeah playoff weekend I was I don't know what came over me I think I, it was just well like, it happens like obviously I just don't know it was a massive emotions yeah massive emotions I was that was something I never experienced in my life um winning that and then I just thought stuff it my top comes straight off around the head obviously it's my Lewis jersey as well and then Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into that, but um, I'm just curious. Like, do you think it's gonna be as funny or cool when you take your top off in the crowd now that you're skinny? Well, a lot of people I did, didn't I, at the CHL game, and people were like, "Baz, is that you?" I was like, "Yeah, Jesus, we didn't realize that was you." It's not even <laughs> it's not even funny when you're skinny. That's why, like, no, I now know. that now that I'm skinny, I'm keeping my top on too. <laughs> <laughs> don't think yeah, it's all, it's all changed now. Down. All right, okay. Now, get on to the main event. My creepy stalker neighbor, how did you find out about the shed? <laughs> just talking with my dad. I've watched a couple of lines and stuff. I think I, think I saw the Joey Martin one was the first one I saw. And Joey then you mentioned... One? Yeah, I'm sure. I've, I've seen a couple before, but the Joey Martin ones I remember. Because you mentioned uh, stalker neighbor. And I was just pissing myself laughing, but just uh... um, yeah, no. Uh, we are you still living there? Are you still in the same building? Yeah, yeah, still, still in the same beautiful in the view. Same place, but... Oh, beautiful view. Yeah, we. Yeah, so I guess that's what we'll get into right now is how we know each other. That is the next step of the pod. So, um, Lee, we met on Twitter, right? Yeah. And um, I got written down classic moments because you were one of the first people that were like, Hey, I like what you're doing. I believe in you. I want to make glasses with your logo on it. Right. Or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, you could see like, yeah, we my, myself and my brother have got like, it's just a little sideline business. Really. We both work full time. whatever. But, um, obviously I've always been into the hockey. We started making these glasses uh, for the storm um, during the elite series and they've got like, they're pretty cool. They've got like a um, Spotify logo on, so you can link music to the glass and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, listening to the pod and I thought, oh, this, 
podcast is right for something like that. You know, with your theme tune on and all that kind of stuff. So we still haven't got there. We're doing that just yet, but we're gonna we're gonna definitely have a look at that. I definitely. I should probably let them know I'm using their song every episode because all I did was play it on Spotify into my headphones. And, um, I, sh- you know, I don't think it's legit what I'm doing. <laughs> I should probably, I, I, think it's all, I think it's all right with Spotify because it's there as a streaming service. So it's I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules at all. I'm just having fun. Yeah. Don't get mad at me, folks. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> hey, Barry, the baguette. We met on Twitter too. For a guy yeah. that I don't really use Twitter. I've met all of you on Twitter, I guess. Okay, <laughs> um, so what do I got written down here? Bury the baguette. You got a baguette right beside you. Can you explain yeah. this? Like, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd like to say it's a good story. It's a story. Uh, it started probably about four years ago. Um just me and my group of friends like it would go to the hockey with we were just out hold on i got her name here because she's uh uh sarah curse is that right sarah Coates. yeah yeah she she, uh i was like her second podcast last year you know no big deal Uh, oh yeah well number one next year maybe maybe we'll work at it you know i haven't had a full year yet maybe yeah 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 (laughs) uh but yeah we were we're out we had something to eat i think we'd had a couple of drinks we were just getting you know fans getting drunk and going to hockey games eh hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> um and she just she just randomly came out and was like isn't baguette a funny word and we're just like what and then she just started like pissing herself just like laughing at the word baguette for some reason and then me being a bit of a tit that i am i decided to start bringing did you, say a tit? Did you say a tit? Yeah, a tit. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair, fair enough. I just wanted to make sure I understood. You said you were a tit? Yeah, man, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I started bringing a, like, an actual bread baguette to the game at first. I'll get stale, eh? I don't know why, just for the laugh. Uh, and then one game, I was literally banging it on the plexi when uh, Zach Fitzgerald was skating past and then he started like pretending to like gnaw on the baguette through the glass and then it just became a thing from there. Zach so you were bringing a baguette to the rink because your friend thought the word was funny and then Zach Fitzgerald yeah. tries to eat the baguette through the glass and then it becomes a thing. And then it just becomes a thing, yeah. Huh. And then... Uh, I was, yeah, I was having to smuggle actual bread baguettes down my pants into the game because you're not allowed to take your own food into the arena. And it became a little is bit... That, is that where you stuck Mosey's cheeseburger to? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, not, we'll not go there. Well, uh, well <laughs> he, he ate it, Evan. You ate yeah. it, <laughs> right? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was down his uh, pants, man. Right? Well, meat with the meat. Parent, now... You know, you thought the hockey world was small, but now you're putting burgers down your pants and Evan's eating them. That's weird. Okay. Uh, Baz, I guess yep. we talked about how we know each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, guess it, night, I guess it was Wally night, right? You wouldn't have known me before that. Yeah. No, I said, um, I've, I've seen, like I said, I used to go on to the Were big you with, were you with my creepy stalker neighbor when we met for drinks before Wally night? At the oyster catcher, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, I was there. I was down there. Yeah. yeah. So we because, met before um, the game. was down there as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, we yeah met I think we met just before for pre-drinks, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. were pre-game oh, yeah, because Hendo- the game. That like when the guys warm up, 
we also warmed up, right? Yeah, we did the ice catcher. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Hendo came down as well, didn't he? Trevor Hendricks was there, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's right. I basically spent all my time with him while I was there. Yeah. Yeah. We were together for yeah, about three days straight, and it, it hurt <laughs> by the end of it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, we met that night, um, I guess, and then you were a hockey fan. And then, Dan, we met, I guess, uh, I guess my first year in Cardiff, I didn't live by you. But the second year when I was hurt, we lived a couple floors apart. Yeah, yeah. You and the sixth, I think we were on the eighth, you and the sixth. And then, uh, yeah, you sort of seen the car park and stuff. I'd already, already sponsored the green jersey. At the beginning of the first season, I think. So, folks, just so everybody's aware, he's not actually that creepy. He's actually my friend. <laughs> uh, and we would go to the games together. Uh, we went to Manchester together, where Lee lives. And uh, we also went to Sheffield, where the baguette is, right? Yeah, yeah. On the, Holy moly. On the Who's making bus, noise? Uh, Stop it, Baz. That was you. Cut it out. Whoa. Oh, was it? Sorry. Okay. Anyways, yeah, we went on a couple road trips, eh, Dan? Yeah, it was uh, it was messy. We, we went with your dad on to Scotland. Your dad came up with his one day. He needed Scotland on a bus trip all the way up there. He was loving it. Oh, then, he, uh, he got yeah, done being drunk, it. yeah. <laughs> one day in a day. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... It was, it was uh, we did a couple of tips and stuff. It was, uh, it was a lot of booze. Consuming. It was funny, and it was it was it was funny. It was well, good. I guess we got to talk about uh, the basil at beef, then, eh? Your wife got me on board <laughs> with make it putting basil with beef, eh? Yeah, yeah. It was horseradish. We were going up on the trip, weren't we? So she was like making sure we were fed. So we had like massive basil sandwich, basil basil sandwiches with like horseradish. It, was, it just became a thing, didn't it? Is it basil oh, or yeah. basil? Basil. Basil. It's basil. You guys are a mess. I'm glad someone raised it because I was like, a what sandwich? What's a basil? You guys are pissed as a fox. It's basil. Okay, whatever. It's not, but it's basil. But moving on. Sarah made uh, us beef and basil sandwiches for our bus trips, so we wouldn't be too drunk, right? <laughs> yeah, they were good, but it didn't last too long, in fairness, and it, it didn't stop getting drunk. I It, it was no, messy. It still worked. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, yeah, folks, when I was when I came to do the uh, pregame speeches as Thor and a Viking, um, that was in Sheffield and Manchester, so I guess it's fitting that for the fan episode, I got Manchester and Sheffield on here. <laughs> there we go. It was meant to be, eh? Yeah. So the Manchester story, that one was nuts, though, eh? Dan, remember that? The glass broke in the middle of warm-up, and I was sitting there in the bathroom, naked, covered in dirt, because decent, decent covered me in dirt to look more like a Viking. And um, <laughs> when we got off the bus, when we got off the fan bus, the guy helping park the bus had a Viking hat on. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, you, they, you guys let us in, like let us in the bar really early in fairness, which is always messy because it's always a, it's a great rink, it's a great bar, and it's not too expensive. And you, after a long trip, you just get hammered even more. And then you grab the the guy lent you his uh, Viking helmet, didn't you, or something, so you could 
so I could sit so in the shower could, for an hour so, naked. So I could break an axe at Richie's feet, naked, covered in dirt. <laughs> 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 yeah i sat on that toilet for it had to have been an hour naked covered in dirt like actually an hour because um the glass broke and then they came in literally hung out in the room and then got mad that the bathroom was locked because there's only one bathroom in the room and then uh, they went back out for warm-ups and uh i i literally had i had sat there forever that night and then once i did my speech i went up and had more beers with you in the crowd right <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah, it's amazing. You, it's amazing. Anybody can be naked in that ring. Kid is bolting. Like, you could, you can catch stuff cool for sure. I was surprised I didn't catch any infections. That incredible. Day. It is quite the ring. Lee, Lee in Manchester, I remember. I think we were up there, Dan. Uh, yeah, I think you were with me, Dan. It was when they he was doing the webcast, and they turned over, looked on the right hand side. He went. Oh, now we've got a guy with his top off swinging around. Ah, yeah, it was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go, oh, no, no, we seen it all. Now it's a guy with his top off. He looked down. I was like, just, just dancing to him and everything. And he's me swinging my top around. <laughs> so, Baz, um, why you're one of my favorite fans and why you're on the podcast is because you do have fun at the games. I saw it on Twitter. You were a new fan of the Devils. I had never met you. And that's why I wanted yeah. to have you on is because when you show up to the game, you're having fun. You're not chirping anybody. Oh, you're not yeah. screaming at anybody. You're just ripping your top off and saying, "Hey, I'm having fun, right?" Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yeah, I figure people who have met me and all that, and when I what rinks I've been, so I just love it. I just love having fun watching, obviously, the Devils play. You know, I don't think it's. Oh, I hope not. There's not a lot of fans that don't do not like me. You know, I do love a little chip on Twitter now and then, but. No, I love it. I love having a good drink, seeing all my mates there. You know, like I said, I met Dan it, through. It's like a family, you know, right? from the Devils. Yeah, and you, you I've, took, I haven't you took back. my spot on the bus, prick. I saw. Oh, it. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but okay, this was yeah. my next question. We'll start with the baguette. How and when did you get into hockey? I started going to the Steelers when I was like twelve years old. Like the Steelers had only been a thing for like a year or a couple of years. Um, I I used yeah, so I used to go quite a bit with my like best mate when I was a kid. Um, back in the days like Ron Shooter and you know uh, Priestley, people like that. Um, then I I, I kind of waned off for a little bit. Football was obviously massive over here. Um, I was doing like athletics and stuff myself, so I didn't have much time to go to the hockey as much. Um, busted my knees up doing athletics and everything, but. You probably know about that yourself, uh, or what that's like. And then a few years ago, like Sarah, we were just talking about off Instagram. She was a season ticket holder, and then like me and my missus, we're really good friends with her, and she just brought us along to a game, and I just fell in love with it all over again. Yeah, that that was it. Okay, no, it, ma it makes sense, and like I get it. Like it's like Baz getting into it. I know what it's like. You guys show up at that rink, and it's like. You know, some fans, whatever, whatever you got going on at home or whatever. Like when you get in that rink and you see all your friends and yeah. you guys yeah. are like a family, like the back of the bus with the Red Army. It's like you guys are all a family. It's weird. And I was part of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's insane. Like you, you see these people like once, twice a week at the arena. And yeah, like you said, it's it, you're just a family. You sit next to the same people every you, week. You win they, or you lose together, right? And you yeah, either get yeah, pissed yeah, off yeah. or you get happy together every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. 
Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Lee, how about you? When and how did you get into hockey? Oh, well, first iteration of Storm for me. Uh, it was like, seriously, love at first sight. I was only like uh, 12 at the time, I think. Uh, 80, 94. And uh, Manchester, it was the first year of existence of the Storm. They were playing in the first division, as it was then. I think one of your previous guests had explained previously, we had like the... Premier League in the first division, it was a promotion relegation type thing. Manchester came up, they literally built an arena, NHL standard arena, and stuck a first division, first division team in there. And um, I think uh, I went to the first, my first game was in the October of the season against Bracknell Bees. I absolutely fell in love with it. Was it, it in was the rink it's in now? Again. Was it in the BBT like it is now? No, no, no. This was back at the Manchester Arena day. So this was 17,000 seater, all-seater arena, literally NHL standard arena. And uh, they, like, see, genuinely, when I say this, there were probably a handful of games that first season where there were 15,000, 16,000 fans in the arena for a first division game against basically semi-professionals. Yeah. It was like, it was insane. The way that it was all marketed, it was like, as, as, as I just said there, like you know, like the football's massive. Obviously, Manchester, big football town. There were billboards up around Manchester with the storm on it, like you know, like and they all they had the new. So they went the all in. Game. They went jumped it, right in. Um, the marketing budget must have been off the scale, but right. it, it for the first few years it was it obviously worked because the number of fans they pulled in through the doors it was like intense. But for me, that first game, I saw it, didn't understand the thing, but. Wow, what what an experience! I literally didn't miss a game for years after that. Yeah, I, it's and it's weird in the UK because it's still new enough that there's people that have really like never seen it, right? And then they see it and they're like, "Huh, this is interesting." <laughs> Baz, yeah, how do you get into it? Seen it? Years ago as well, who we were like re refining it again? Do you know what I mean? Like they've been in like previous years and it's dropped off and then it feels like it's go, it's coming again now. I've oh. seen some pictures on Instagram. Manchester ain't pulling in many fans, eh? It's, it's, I think it kind of struggles. Just be, I think in some ways, just because of the history of Manchester Storm and all this, it's not the same product. And I think some of those old fans, I think if they were coming back to something that looks a bit similar, might be more tempted, but they need a new ring. They need a new facility. I know. <laughs> They you do. Know, some people love it, but it's not. It's too it's cold. Not it's too cold there. It's definitely cold when you're covered in dirt sitting on a toilet. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awful. <laughs> awful toilets. Awful <laughs> facility. Yeah, I was cold, naked, and afraid that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I get it. Like, um, I see this, the pictures online of like, there's not many fans in Manchester, right? There's not many people going, but. Um, hopefully it grows because when I went to Manchester, it was one of the funnest nights I've had with Dan. Um, we showed up early. They opened the bar early. Everybody hung out and had fun. The guy gives me a Viking hat and says, hockey family, like go get naked and wear my hat. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> right. And like he said, just return it when you're done. But that was, that was the type of people that were in Manchester. They were great folks. Right. Yeah. 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 It is. It is great. And like, you know, the thing with Manchester is, is like, it is a different experience now, but it's a bit more like authentic, old school hockey type environment. So my type, you know, my type. Yeah. I, I yeah, exactly. So it's rig. just different, isn't it? Yeah. 
they're, they're working so hard though to try and bring more fans in and you know like the Finnerty well Finnerty he was yeah. odd and I actually yeah. really really like that guy I wish I would have played for him or with him or something I don't really know him other than a podcast but he seems like a great dude and a type of guy I'd want to play for yeah, um, but you, you have right, the yeah. budget you have when you're a coach and uh, sometimes that budget sucks Baz how'd you get into hockey are you frozen yeah Oh, you're moving. Oh, am I? Kind of. <laughs> um, I think it's like oh, about three years ago, I think, well, you know, it was um free ticket. Um, one of my mates, Darren, um, who's, who's literally my next door neighbour in the, in the rink, he gave me a free ticket to go and watch the Devil's Place. I thought, oh, but guys wearing pads. Why are they all wearing pads for a bunch of pansies and all this? So I thought, I'll go, I'll go down there, go and have a look at it. And that was it, Wally. Honestly, since that day for a free ticket, I have been absolutely hooked. Yeah, I know you have. And I've seen the pictures and I see the passion. And I would, I would love, I honestly would love to play for fans like you. If you're telling me when, like, when the fans are having fun and taking their tops off in the crowd, that's when hockey's fun. Like, when when you're enjoying it or when you're gnawing on a baguette through the glass, right? Like, make it fun. Yeah. Why is everybody so oh, stuck yeah, up? Right? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no. Since I just like I said, it's since that day, it was just my whole life has changed from what it was. Oh boy, he's definitely was to what it is now. Is like, yeah, I was in. I was there. so like I was in and out of jobs, but since you know my life went a bit weird. And I said, but since I've been down there, it's completely changed. I was a massive rugby fan, huge rugby fan. I was playing at most weekends. And all that was kicked into touch for hockey. And that's I like that ever since. Well, I think it's great, man. And um, I'm happy you're a hockey fan now because you seem like a beauty <laughs> right up my alley. Um, Dan, how about you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh... Um, well, I used in Swindon and I used to go watch the Wildcats play against Cardiff, you know, when they're like Shannon Hope days against like the Chamberlain brothers for Swindon and stuff. And I used to watch it with my dad and I, I loved it. And then uh, I started to play roller hockey like, in 98. So it's up, you know, about 20 odd. And um, we'd play roller hockey on the Friday, watch the Swindon Ice Lords on the Saturday, and then drive down to watch Cardiff on the Sunday. And then it was just, it's just never waned. You know, I moved, I moved to Wales to be with like an ex-girlfriend, which, you know, and I sort of worked at the rink in a bar in the old rink in town. And then um, just love it. I mean, it's just the best. And it literally, people sort of say, I work for the weekend. I work throughout the week to pay for booze and hockey trips. It's just, <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. You know, I've, I've, I've gone back to playing ice now with my team. And, you know, <laughs> yes. But I just get a, you know, so you get a best, you get a training session with your teammates in the chain room. So you get to see that side of it. That's Devil's Band. Just get all your mates and have a beer and get to go like Manchester, which I, I, I love a Manchester trip. It's, oh, it's I love Manchester. Great, great, great trip. Oh, I love. <laughs> I think Sheffield. Sheffield oh. Green is amazing. It's buzzing. Oh. So for new hockey, every I just if it was ice rink out on the lake outside my house, I'd I'd probably watch it and have some beer watching that as well. It's just <laughs> amazing, man. I love it. No, and uh, uh. honestly, um, you. Yeah, when I was hurt and uh, I needed in with the, I wanted to go to help the guys and surprise them, and then your wife's nice enough to make us sandwiches. And then you get me in on the fan bus and Jonathan Williams 
And then like we go together and I feel like I'm with someone and I know someone like instead of just showing up by myself. Um, it was really, really, really freaking fun, man. Going to Manchester and Sheffield. And I totally get why you work all week to pay for those trips because I would too, because it was really fun. <laughs> and shout out to the red army because what they do for the parents like my old man he said like his bucket list now at his age one of the things he wants to do is go back to cardiff and watch a hockey game and it's because of you assholes right like it's because of you guys and it's because of that boss and what they did for him right like it is really fun (laughs) yeah that bus that bus I call it the battle bus at the back of that bus coming back from a Sheffield trip on a Sunday when you if, know you got work the next day. But they're it's just pretty, like, it's pretty they're, rough. They're just like the U11s. They know if they win or lose. Like if you guys win and it's the way back from Sheffield, she is rocking. If we lose, nobody talks to oh. nobody. See you back at Carter. Fuck off, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, it's still rocking. Oh man, I've, I've been I've been on a couple uh, of the sad some good trips. times on that bus. Oh yeah, there sure is. Um, so baguette, do you go on bus trips? Yeah. Um, I've only ever been on the bus trip to the Challenge Cup, um, like the last game before COVID fucks everything up. Yeah. Um, so normally at away games, I, I just drive everyone. So, so I, I'm curious if Sheffield has the same type of setup as Cardiff because they get on a bus and they're like a family and it's like everybody knows everybody. They know like everything about them and it's a family on that bus, isn't it, Dan? It is. I mean, it is like a family for, you know, like different It's always like, you know, people get too drunk and is you might have a little bicker on a bus with someone and you just have a beer together and it just carries on. But like, you know, you see fans, we see like Sheffield fans turn up and they're all having a laugh and singing. So it's going to be the same sort of feeling, yeah. you know, it's just different things and stuff. But yeah, it's, it is a proper buzz, you know, you, you get crowd surfing down and moving or something. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like going down Dan, that was the first time I met you, wasn't it? Sorry, God. Yeah, you know, you were the bus stop on your own, weren't you? And you looked like you just stood with a yeah. plate of beer, not talking. And me and Kevin, that I was, was, saying, I was like a little. Can I enjoy this, bud? I was like, yes, yeah. here we go. And then that's that's the rest is history. I'm still a little pissed and off and jealous that you took my spot on the bus, Baz. But whatever. <laughs> oh, Wally. Okay, oh, so man, seriously, it's, it's all... how'd you lose all the weight? What'd you do? You in the keto? What are you doing? No cards? Oh uh, no. Um, setups? No, it was. <laughs> I think I, I said looking back now I said my last big when I was big was the uh, Challenge Cup game like uh, Pete was on about or oh, Barry the Baguette I call him um, <laughs> and, si- and since we got locked down um, you know, I had a lot of things going on in my head you know and I needed to do it for myself so I literally was like working out every day in my in my in my house um, eating really clean um, and then when we were allowed to come out of lockdown a bit more, I was doing like 30, 20, 30 miles a day on my bike all around Cardiff up to Roof Park. And yeah, I just kept it clean. That's all I was doing. Yeah. Uh, it was just a really hard push. But I think I said I put, a, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm at that level now where I don't care what I'm eating. If I do put a bit more back on, so be it. But I can always lose it. But I think the top I got to, I think it was just shy of nearly seven stone I lost. I don't know what that means. 
Um, I don't know what that is in pounds, but seven stones quite a lot. <laughs> well, I, I, I've seen the pictures of you in the crowd. Oh, no, uh, you're, you're definitely not going to be as funny topless in the crowd, just so you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, cheers. <laughs> yeah. Only only fat people are funny in the crowd, and you're not funny anymore. That was me saying that was that was me saying way to go, good job. And I did the same thing. Um, I just did it differently. Um, I went through a phase yeah. where I was riding the bike at the start of all this bullshit, and my lunch hours would be riding the bike for an hour, and then it changed to talking to my friends and laughing. And I apparently, oh, well. apparently I can get in shape doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm going to keep doing that and I'm not going to exercise folks. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Just going to talk <laughs> and laugh. <laughs> uh, okay. So Dan and Lee, this is questions for you two guys. You guys both play inline. So the UK inline's a thing, eh? Cause I played inline. Who's going to answer that? Lee, you go. Yeah, um, yeah. I, haven't played, I haven't played now for a few years, but I played probably up to my, I'd say, early 30s or whatever. But, yeah, kind of, it is a thing. And it, it kind of, it went back in the like, 90s, early 2000s. It, like, it really took off. Like, seriously, you'd be, you could just go out and there'd be kids playing on the streets and local. And that's you know, right around what I'm playing. Yeah, it was big. Yeah, oh, yeah it was before, growing. Before that, before that, Wally, way before that. Like, it really, like. No, I'm talking when I'm playing roller is what I'm saying. Roller, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, and it was like, you just saw just, it was just cropping up everywhere. And it was like, okay. And then next thing you know, there's leagues starting to be formed. And it used to be that you'd have like one league in the whole, kind of the north of England or something. And then. All of a sudden, there was like leagues all over the place that are playing out at different venues across the like for the northwest for Manchester. We used to play down in uh, down in uh, North Wales as well, and Sheffield, Rotherham, those types of places. And it just yeah, it just the whole scene took off, and teams were just cropping up everywhere. No, I, I love Roller, man. I I I actually owe a lot to Roller and what it did for me because when hockey was like big, huge dudes and I was a tiny little bugger, like roller was my way of continuing to improve and not like have to be scared all the time playing hockey. Right. <laughs> yeah. And one of the other, one of the other things in the UK is there's just not many, there's not many rinks. There's hardly any ice time. So a lot of the kids like liked it through the ice hockey, but you couldn't really get on the ice. So the next thing. And it's cheaper, it, right? Like you don't have to keep the ice yeah. frozen. <laughs> Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like it was just so it just like literally took off. But yeah, just uh, thinking it's still, about it's still quite a strong scene today. But it's not. I don't think. I don't know whether there's as many as there, there were then. But it's still, you know, it's still going strong. I, I, I that's the thing is like I would love to put my son in it, but there ain't any roller hockey anywhere around here. And I would love for him to play, but there it just isn't a, as much of a thing. I don't think. I don't know, Dan. You you were into ball hockey and roller, right? Yeah, I was well. I play ice. Well, I tend to play ice now. So you, know, you say, like Lee was saying about the ice time. We, we train on a Wednesday, like quarter past eleven to about half twelve. So you get home, cool down, shower, and you go for work for about six. So it's, Thursdays are long days. But yeah, roller. I used to play back like twenty years ago. And like like you were saying, Lee was there was a lot we played in like the Southern Eagle team, like the Southern Swindon Swindon Eagles. So we tried to like Basingstoke or Guildford. Of Brighton, and it, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was big thing when it in two thousand stuff. It was, but um, I mean, there is, there is still stuff in Cardiff. I, I don't really know anymore. I, mean, I just played, I did play ball, and then realised that I can't run. I'm too old, and 
I just can't run. So I started to try and play ice again now, and it's I love it. All hockey when you're an adult's got to be up there for stupidest sports against, yeah. you can play. Like you have to actually, <laughs> you can't coast. You can't just cruise. Like you actually have to run to go get the ball. That is just stupid, right? <laughs> like why would you play that? It doesn't make any sense. And I totally agree with Roller because those wheels keep spinning, and you can just stop and just cruise, right? I played. You got to go, get them going first, though, Wally. Eh? My teammates will tell you that I couldn't get them going too well. That was the main thing. Well, I was gonna say, like, I know you guys know that I can um, do a player review uh, based on how you pod, but I'm not gonna get into what type of hockey players you guys are today. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. We. I kind of cut you off, Baguette. Um, so you. Uh, you take a baguette, Zach Fitzgerald pretends to gnaw on it through the glass. Yeah. But that's four years ago. You're still doing it. And um, and I've you you sent me multiple photos. I didn't even know who you were when I was having you on. I thought <laughs> you were the profile picture guy, right? A, who you said's a player. Yeah, uh, Justin Hutchman, <laughs> president. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was you. I was like, oh, okay. So oh, this is I the wish guy. that was me. He's a handsome guy. <laughs> he was he was fit. I saw that. Assholes, yeah, fucking it, it, protein yeah. shakes. Games changed, eh? Fuck. Yeah, it, it'd be a good pop, though. <laughs> he played in the show. He played in the show? Mm-hmm. Oh, good for him. I don't know, like five, five games, one goal, I think it was. But, uh, I, but I can that. play in Europe forever. You get five yeah. games on the resume. It's because of you guys. You guys know that, right? So when they sign someone, they can say, this guy played five games in the NHL. <laughs> and then you guys all get, <laughs> then you guys all just go, just because they played five games. Well, guess what? There's other guys that didn't play in the show that are just as good. <laughs> God, it's early. Okay. Um, Baguette, you also sent me a good photo of uh, Colton Fredder. I haven't had him oh, yeah, yet, yeah. but I played Junior B against him for the Sutherland Cup. I played everywhere against him college and then uh pro so he liked your baguette eh that that night he did he he, uh, he was uh he was, he was pretty drunk that night it was just like an end, end of season kind of do those he, things uh, can't get away from you yeah i know yeah i know he, what that's he, like it was hammered that night and uh yeah it, it loved barry that night there was another night i think it was the following year he, he took a big dislike into barry the baguette oh really uh, yeah, he was just launching him across the room. He got a knife and he was gonna like cut him in half. Uh, but, <laughs> it's a good laugh. Whatever you people in Sheffield are into, you know, you guys uh. do you. <laughs> <laughs> Baz and I, we're just gonna rip off our tops and enjoy the game. But I also, I, I also enjoy white bread, so <laughs> you can't. <do> <laughs> okay, so let's start. This is the next question on my notes. You should see the notes today, guys. <laughs> They're different than normal. Okay. <laughs> Fa favorite barns, away trips, or rinks, and why? We'll start with Ooh. Lee. Hold on. Does uh, Manchester have away bus trips like Cardiff does? Do you guys do you yeah. ever go anywhere? I don't want I don't want the bus. I used to in the old the old iteration of Storm. I don't want any more, just just mainly because as you know, I'm a football supporter, I'm a city supporter. So I kind of 
I have a season ticket there and I kind of rotate between the two. So I generally go to like the home games and a couple of away games a season now, but um, they do have a bus that goes, yeah, and it's supposed to be an absolute blast to go on there. I guess it's the same whenever you get a group of people together and they're going on the road and it's, you know, they don't got to... Any other, they're not going to drive. They're not going to do this. You get the beers open, and it's a good time for it's everyone. It's basically it? so like your vacation, right? Like that. You are. You're there for twenty four hours. You basically, yeah, you're on, you're on, you're on a holiday, aren't you? So one of my Lee, favorite songs Lee, get, is Lee, get yourself down to Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Lee, well. get yourself down to Cardiff. Yeah, yeah definitely. Get yourself in. Me and Dan will buy you hundred percent. I'll buy you beers all night and you will have an amazing time, mate. Honestly, it's a good crack out of us. No more. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, you definitely should. It's like my old bad set. And you the baguette, you come down as well, mate. Yep, I'll be there, man. I'll be there. See, and this yeah. is the hockey world coming together. And you know what? Before we keep going, I better talk about this real quick. That my jersey behind me right there. Um, my last Jersey ever is up for raffle as well as a Steven Dixon and his beautiful black hair, um, oh. and a grads 99ers Jersey. And they're all coming on the podcast tomorrow. It's going to be Dicko, the goat and Deese all together. Everybody's jerseys that are up for raffle are coming on and we're going to sell tickets at my website, www.aleshockeytales.com. And you can buy tickets or two pounds a ticket. And folks, I know you guys have lost your mind a little bit, but the other two jerseys are way cooler than mine. Buy tickets for those <laughs> ones. Um, Cause it's getting real weird, <laughs> but um, seriously, um, it's helping my friends, the Muses in episode 34, Garrett Mears, his wife was in an accident and they have a three month old Minden and they have a lot of expenses. And I know the Ripley wolves, just had a game, I guess it was last night that they, or it's next weekend that they're out, they're doing the silent auction and they're, they're raising a bunch of money for them as well, but I can do this on my own. So um, please buy tickets and help my shed, help my friends. Cause I think when I see how many tickets have sold, it literally makes my heart almost explode that talking to my friends and drinking beers could do that for people. So please help, you know? Okay. What was it? What were we talking about? Favorite rinks and uh, barns. So Lee and the baguette and Sarah have to make it to Cardiff to meet Baz, which will not be topless in the crowd because it ain't funny anymore. And then... <laughs> <laughs> you do know that, right, Baz? Like skinny people uh, uh... don't get to take their tops off in the crowd. That's why I got to take my top off, and that's why you used to. You know that, right? Oh, Wally, but I used to love it when I was bigger. When I was taking my top off when I was bigger, the Lots amount of, of abuse right? I got. Oh, yeah. I, the amount of the, the abuse as well. I remember the one woman in Fife calling me disgusting. Look at that guy over there with his top off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I know. People sometimes think we're disgusting. It hurts. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't care what you think. Like, but, wow. But yeah, I'm having fun. And... Uh, Leave me alone, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fife's a tough crowd, though. They're going to let you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I guess you got the uh, message, eh? You lost all that weight. So good work. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe maybe the truth hurt, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did, man. <laughs> um, oh. Okay. So, favorite barns in the league. Um, let's. Uh, mm. So, baguette. 
favorite rinks in the league. Have you done many road trips or you don't even know what they're like? Yeah, no, I've, I've done a few. Yeah. But, um, man, it's, it's gotta be Manchester just because it's you so like Manchester. Different. You're like, yeah, just because it's, it's so different to Sheffield. Uh, so like we, you know, we, we get this big 10,000 beautiful arena, uh, week in, week out. And then we go to Manchester and it is literally a barn. And like you, you, you can't see the ice. You're freezing cold. What is lightning, Jack? Uh, and, you know. Oh, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I, I really, my two favorite trips are Sheffield and Manchester. Um, and uh, for totally different reasons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Lee, what's your favorite places? Yeah, you probably like for, for for the same reasons, but the other way around. I reckon it's uh, probably probably Sheffield. Um, reminds me of when I was younger and when I first got into the hockey, and I used to go to the Manchester Arena. And like you say, there's really nice things about Manchester. But when you go there, like you know, week in week out or whatever, it, it so it do you guys do on on a good do night, a, but it, it, I got to say my feelings about the Sheffield Arena. I'm going to say it because I don't care what anybody thinks. Um, I think it sucks. Um, I hate big arenas. <laughs> I, I hate I hate when they're it's not sold out. I would rather a tiny rink that is sold out than a big rink with that looks. You guys can have 5,000 people there, and I still feel like I'm playing in front of 100 people. The only time I felt like it was a cool place to play was the Challenge Cup when it was sold out or whatever it was. The rest of the time, it's like, God, it's warm in here. I'm sweating too much. I think I'm allergic to sweating. Why is this happening? (laughs) You know, but when there's fans that are right on top of you and like they're banging the glass and it's like the BBT or Manchester, I don't know. I get way more into playing hockey there than Sheffield, but that's just my opinion. That's one of the good things Manchester did recently was putting like fans down at the down at the glass. Because never, we never used to do it. Used to be up in the seat, and then you were like, you know, ten foot above the surface of the eyes or whatever. You gotta have them at the glass, the glass. Well now. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, and that definitely adds to the atmosphere, no doubt. I, I actually remember a game now. <laughs> there was a cut D man, and I thought it was funny because the George brothers were in the corner. <laughs> that we kept dumping it into the same corner, and I would just run the same D man over and over again and i i don't really throw body checks but i just thought it was funny because the george brothers were in the corner and I, I still remember that game but you gotta have guys at the glass baguette would you like to say anything yeah. about your arena after my rude comments uh I, no I, to be honest i, I agree with it uh oh, quite okay. a bit it, it, it can be a bit of a library if it's you know if it's only half full or whatever um you know, when, when it's full and it's rocking, it's amazing. But uh, yeah, exactly. I, 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 know, I know what you're saying now. Absolutely. No, you're right, though. When it's full and it's rocking, like that Challenge Cup night, it's the best place to play in the league. But 99% of the time you play there, it's not like that. Wow. <laughs> saying it's really warm in that arena. And I don't get around big ice that well. (laughs) (laughs) Nottingham and Sheffield were very taxing on me. (laughs) Big ice. Big ice. Okay. Um, Baz, your favorite places to go. Got to get into Scotland, eh? Well, yeah. Well, I'm going to put neck on Manchester 100%. That is not a way trip on that bus going up there. Especially, oh, it's amazing. Especially when you get covered in dirt when you arrive and get a Viking hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
But I did, I did like Scotland. We, me, Dan, and a few of us went up there the other week, and I spent, I think, £108 in the one bar on 26 Jager bombs for everyone. <laughs> God, God knows why. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was up on a Glasgow trip, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Manchester all day. Manchester is a great one. And I, yeah, I, I really 100%. think it's that arena, but the people that are in it, like the people that were there were very, very nice people. Yeah. Yeah, Manchester, Manchester okay. like that, you know, up, up north, that's what that's what people are like anyways. Like, you yeah. know, like you say, everybody's there for the same reason, aren't they? Like, you know, you just enjoy the yeah. game. And, and you know what the best thing is when other teams come and they bring atmosphere with them because that lights the rink up as well, you know? So I think everybody enjoys it when you've got a, a noisy set of away supporters and all this. It, it adds so much to the game. So it, it definitely does. And when we showed up, I like Dan knows this, but we showed up so early. They opened the bar early for the fans because we had nothing to do for a couple hours. Cause like we were really early. And then I, the fit, the team didn't know I was there. So remember Dan, we were in the bar that's straight across the rink and guys are like standing at the glass, like pretending they're warming up or playing two touch. And I had to hide from everybody with a Viking hat on. And I was with all you guys in the bar. And at one point I was like sitting on the floor, like below the, the window, right? So they couldn't see me. <laughs> so as you're, as you're warming up, you see them looking across and you'd be literally ducking down and it'd be the taller fans are standing in front of like a wall and you were like, you can't see me. Where's you wearing a Viking hat? And stuff and that four beers in your hand. I literally have never <laughs> sat on a shitter for so long in my life. <laughs> I sat on that toilet. Had to have been an hour. Minimum. I'm thinking closer Jeez. to two hours. Covered in dirt. And so if you got, if anybody wants to picture this, that's been to the Manchester arena, I hang out at the bar with Dan, John, the boys, even Sean Phillips. I know you didn't like me when I was a player, but that's cool. You like the shed. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so um, we hang out at the bar and then Deese is like, well, we have to make it more authentic. You don't look like that much of a Viking, just naked. So he literally behind the door i just outside there's like dirt he was taking it and rubbing my body with dirt and then i sat on the toilet covered in dirt naked for over an hour and i was like well i guess the cardiff devils are paying me quite handsomely to sit on this toilet covered in dirt <laughs> Uh, but I was doing everything I could to help win the game, right? <laughs> well, what happened? Did, what, what happened? Did, they, did Cardiff win that night? Oh, God, yeah. We won every game I did previous <laughs> pieces for. Won in Sheffield, too, when I was Thor, and I beat the wheels off of Deese with the hammer. I beat up – he was Steeler Dan that night. Just <laughs> rocked his world. He said he didn't sit down for a week because I hit him with the hammer so much. It was just plastic, <laughs> though, folks. Um, but yeah, uh, Dan, other part of that trip to Manchester that I won't forget is uh, <clears throat> the game ended. It was the last weekend of the season. We needed to win both games and we needed help to win the league. So I went to Manchester to make sure I did my part. And we win that game. And then the game ends and Franny's like, 
So we play tomorrow in Cardiff. You're going to go on the bus with the guys. Like they're not going to be any fun. And I'm like, you're right. I don't want to be on that bus. And I went with you guys. (laughs) And then we got back to Cardiff and we were back before the team. And you and I hung out in my car waiting for Carl Hudson to drive us home, right? Yeah, yeah. You you drove you drove us you drove you drove uh, I didn't car drive there, it. I didn't Morrison. Drive. I, yeah, I didn't drive that night though. No, not on the way home because we, we got the car, dropped the car off, and then we got back in the car, but we were waiting for Huddy to drop us off. So we just sat there drinking beer, sat outside on the car park, listening listen to, to the country Cole Swindell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sat on the, car, <laughs> on the floor in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, just drinking a crate of beer, waiting for Carl to come back to drive us back home. And, and, and then the players come back, and they got like the game of their life the next day because they either win and they have a chance to win the league, or they lose and they don't. And me and you are just having a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that trip. <laughs> Fun times. Okay, baguette. Favorite Sheffield Steelers players, um, Matthew Wah. Um, he's on my list too. I agree. Yeah. I yeah. want him on my power play if I still played hockey. God, oh, God damn, yeah. that would be sexy shit. Him in front of my net. Oh, he's still doing it in Glasgow. He's picking up some points this season. Well, he's he, he's the best net front player I've ever seen. Yeah, incredible. Takes so much hammer in front, but uh, yeah, what a guy. Sun's uh, up, navigating lieutenant. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, <laughs> Levi Nelson. Oh, what a yeah. Guy, what a hero. Levi Nelson. Uh, he played yeah. in uh, Cawthorn, left handed shot, number 76. What a guy. Beautiful man. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like a man rocket? A, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> Didn't get to take his top off in the crowd, you're saying? Well, I mean, it's, it's not quite bad, obviously, but... Uh, yeah. Or Wally. Or Wally. <laughs> Is he a real hockey player? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, uh, su- such a good player. Su- How long did he play for Sheffield? Uh, three years, I think. Three, four years, maybe. Um, yeah, so, such a good player. Wind up merchant. You loved him laughing in the faces of opponents when they're trying to start on him. Uh, scored a pretty famous playoff winner. Uh, that might have been against Cardiff a few years ago. Um, I actually yeah. don't know, so <laughs> maybe. I, I, I'm, I'm sure Baz remembers. Uh, Is that was, you, uh, that's when he would have had to put his top back on in the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so pro- probably those uh, two top two cur- current season, it, it's all about Barry. Really? The guy that we set up a goalie fight and then he didn't come? Well, uh, I mean, Mac ducked him a couple of weeks before, completely ducked him. You're 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 trying to be like Simsy now. It, like so you oh, guys I, you I, guys know Simsy was just trying to get in Mac's head, right? Because Mac is the best goalie in the league, and he was trying to get in his kitchen and cook pancakes. And may, uh, who knows if he did? But um, <laughs> Simsy knows what he's doing. He he knows that um, 
we don't want to give up Mac for Barry because like, just look at their bodies. We need, we need Mac in the net. Right. Well, did, did, but did if he needs to beat him up, he will. I mean, I feel like Don King in my shed and I feel like we're starting goalie fights. I just need it to actually fucking happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, are we having fun yet or not? Like, yeah. Our goalie's going to start fighting or not. Like, you can't start a goalie fight and then the guy doesn't show up. That's embarrassing to everybody involved well, in the Mac, shed. Mac, it, it, could, it could have happened in Sheffield, if, but Mac turned his back. So, um, I believe in the new hockey world, I was never a goalie, but I believe there's this thing they call bonuses for shutouts. Um, and um, perhaps he got paid to not beat up Barry. Um, but next game... We're not worried about that, you know. I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures. I'm not going to say anything, but conditioning could become an issue in a fight. Well, <laughs> only thing knows one time. That's all I'm going to say. I know. I know. I know. I know. I got tired when I fought. <laughs> That's all I've said. And Max, a man, rocket, gorgeous. Yeah, six pack in shape. Not worried about him. Well, only takes one punch. Oh, let's get it on. <laughs> Seriously, gosh, I love starting fights. Okay, <laughs> in my shed. Uh, if people don't realize how much fun I'm having. <laughs> okay, um, I got a question for all of you. Have you ever yelled "shoot it" during the power play? Lee, we'll start with you. I'm not putting my name on that, Wally. No way. I'm taking no have one. Have you yelled that. shoot it no. during the power no. play? No, 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 no. Baguette, no. have you? I, I, I honestly don't think I have. Honestly, don't think I have. I hope so. Baz? I don't think I have. See, this is why no. you guys are in the shed. Dan, I bet no. you have used psycho. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I have. I don't think I have in general. When people shout it out, you know the players know what they do. And it just... Right. And, 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 it's, and, and it's when when you folks are yelling at me when I'm on the half wall to shoot it, shut your mouth. Stop it. I know what I'm doing and I know what why I'm not shooting it. So stop yelling at the power play to shoot it, okay? Fans, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> told in the shed, don't yell shoot it on a power play. Because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Rant over. Okay, Baz, favorite players. Yeah. Oh, you know my favorite players, Bolly. He's tattooed right on my leg. The goat? Nope. He's tat nope. He's tattooed right on my leg. You have a tattoo of a player on your leg? Oh yes, I do. Now, who, who's <laughs> tattooed on your leg? <laughs> I've got uh Mark Lewis number four and his and his signature oh, on my ankle. Oh, that makes sense. So he signed your <laughs> yeah. leg. So he came in. So when they announced that Lewis re signing, um I went down, I had a bet with his mum, actually, in the playoff weekend final where we beat the, the Giants. I said to his mum that if we win, I'll get Lewis number four and his tat and, and his signature on my on our signature. It's Lewis number four for a tattoo. So we beat them. I got it then. 
And then to announce that Lou would re-sign with the Devils, Lou walked in, the tattooist, and announced there and then that he re-signed, and then he signed my leg, and I got him to tattoo his signature on my ankle. Um... <laughs> Ah. <laughs> Lost for words. Um, uh, I, 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 I'm really glad you found hockey and this passion. Um, um, interesting tattoo. Um, but I saw him yeah. knock that guy out in what was it, Hungary or something? That was a wild punch. Oh, he, yeah. He, he's still the guy that's like old school that still plays the game the way I liked watching it, you know? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, Lou's, he's a great guy as well. Really, really nice guy. Um, I met him at Wally night. You know, I don't I, think I don't know how much he smiled when I came out naked. He he's he's, more, <laughs> he's a little more he's serious than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, is, that that really good stare at you, like. <laughs> nah, he's a great guy. Lou said, um, "Yeah." Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I don't know why I took to him. I think it's because obviously you know he's. But it's the style the hardest he plays, man. right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say he's the hardest man in the league by far. I, I don't know what Lee and Pete and Dan think, but if you have a look at the, some of the people in, in our league, I put, put Lewis, Lewis up there as, as one of the hardest guys in the league. I would say he hasn't done much this season so far, but oh, he's, he's an animal. He's an absolute animal. But the thing is, is when guys are like that, they don't actually have to do it every year. It's like no, j- no, just, just, him, just him being out there, just him playing. <laughs> That changes shit yeah. for the other team. It really oh, does. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, you need yeah. guys and like that well, on every team. Yeah, definitely. Like you know. Um, but he yeah. can move. So I would he say can skate. I. You know what? I'm gonna have to pod with that fella. You're gonna have to honestly. It'd be like it'd be a good cracker, I reckon. You shed. If you, got, honestly, if you good... got his signature on your ankle, I'm sure he can come and yeah. shed and chat with me. Right? <laughs> Wally, Wally, it's another thing for you now. Keep your eyes peeled for my Twitter in the new year. Okay. Why? why something's what happening. Something's something's happening. I can't spoil it now, but something. I already in the know pipeline. what it is. Your Twitter name is Massive Baz, and you're gonna change it to <laughs> Fit Baz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sexy Baz. Yeah. No, we got something. In, we got shirt something on, in the pipeline for shirt on Baz. <laughs> yeah, on Baz. <laughs> it's not funny when you're skinny, Dan. It's not what's funny. your favorite players? <laughs> I know I'm one, so you can't say me. Yeah, I can't say you, but I can't say you. Uh, back in the day, it'd be Mike McWilliam. Just so you know, Absolute you're my favorite fan. Beast. Cheers, dude. <laughs> 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 Oh, cheers, Molly. It's because I'm... Yeah, no, massive, Baz. You were cool, but now you're fit, Baz. Dan's still my guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that. Dan's my my guy as well. (laughs) I know. You took my spot on the bus, you punk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to let that... You're going to live that down now, am I? No, it's funny. I'll be on the bus with you someday. I can't wait. I cannot... Molly, I cannot wait if you go on our bus, mate. Honestly, I cannot wait to that day. Do you know what's funny is now, like that I realized kind of what the sheds, what's happened is like, and then my old man says like his bucket list is to come over and watch a game. Like I actually think that if I said, okay, we're ready to come, everybody pull your money together. The Waltons are coming. They would. <laughs> and that's what's crazy about this whole thing. But I'm not there yet, folks. He's in Panama. He's on his monkey feeder. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god but no seriously that like i that's my bucket list is i want to take my kids when they're of age to like have fun with me and take them to a devil's game and like go on the back of the bus with you doggies yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, Wally, Wally, I think I think if you announce that you're coming over and you're coming for a, a Devil's Red Army bus trip, I think we're gonna have to put more buses on. I it think would, we're gonna it, have... would, it would be funny. <laughs> it would be really funny. It's gonna be like <laughs> VIP. It's gonna be like it'd be like Honestly, when they brought me over like... for Wally night and they made me a VIP. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is the most absurd thing I've ever been a part of. I'm gonna take my top <laughs> off of the crowd and make sure everybody has fun. <laughs> Uh, okay would you rather go to a scotland triple header or a belfast double header lee scotland scotland okay straight away baguette to be honest i've, I've done neither so oh, dear but... you got to start living baguette take that baguette yeah, in the I... bus plane car let's go but let's go to scotland let's do it Dundee drunk. That's what happens to folks. Yeah. You got to be on a bus to do that. Lee? Yeah, I, I reckon Scotland. Three for the price of two in it. Three three different rinks. Go like road trip in it. Get on the beer and stuff. There's, I know it's great Belfast, but it's, it's home and home and it's not quite the same. Okay. Dan, what would you do? Yeah, I think with the rest of the guys. I mean, they're both green trips, but a Scotland trip is... It is it's sort of it is a special trip, you know. You you've got loads of history up there, but there are loads of different proper old school pubs, and it's a road trip, like you say. It's oh, Scotland trips are amazing. You can get I, Dundee drunk. It's amazing. <laughs> I remember shaking it off for the folks after we won in Dundee. A little Taylor Swift action in the bar, but you guys are all so totaled, and it's like, okay, get up there and do karaoke, get up there and dance. I'm like, well, if you guys are having fun. I will make this fun, right? <laughs> but you got to actually have fun or I'm not into it. Okay. Um, Bouncy and Wilsey were singing Shake It Off and I was the dancer. I was their dancer. Yeah. Yeah. I've been sent the video. <laughs> I have it now, apparently. Um, anyways. Okay. Next question. Do you think that Disney should pick up the GB national team and make a movie. And is Matthew Myers, not Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, we should get this movie made. No. 100%. Um, that's like, like, I know you're a devil's fan, but do you guys get into the GB thing? Um, Mm, not really, no. No, not I, as much. I, just, yeah. um, I always had a hard time I, I, too because, like, the season yeah. just ends and then they start playing these other teams, and you're like, "Gosh, I'm tired. I don't. I can't imagine how they get all pumped up for that." But they really do like each other, and like what they've done is incredible. Uh, well, I don't get Wally. I think it's the same concept with all like the GB side. They got like, is it us um, Canadians and that On playing for for GB? Yeah. Is that the same as the rugby when if it's like residency? Well, it's like in Germany, um, like if you get your German passport, they'll have Canadians playing for Germany, yeah. right? And you're like, well, you didn't actually like, I, you weren't actually raised here. You didn't actually learn how to no, play hockey yeah. here. And I, yeah, I you're right about that. But I think there's less of it now than there used to be of Canadians playing for yeah. GB. 
I know I've I've watched a couple of games, like, but I um. Ah, you're a, dev, you're a devil's guy. I, I, How about you, Ben? Oh, 100%. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I watch the games. I, I like to get behind it, but it's, you know, I, I don't have the same affinity to the GB team as, like, I do, like, the England football team sort of thing. Oh. But, um, but no, I, obviously, you know, Sheffield have got a, a, a decent amount of players who play for GB, so, you know, I kind of like to, to watch it and, you know, it's amazing what they've been doing, so... Yeah, no, it is amazing. Um, Lee, how about you? You get into it? Yeah, when it, I mean, when the championships are on, because they're on the telly now, they never used to be all that much, really. So you do get to at least kind of watch it, let how she stay connected to it and stuff. But um, it is, I mean, I think the story is amazing. Like what they've done, what they've achieved is like incredible. And there was, especially that last championships, there was a real buzz around that. And, you know, the guys were playing so well and stuff. But, it is difficult to get re- really into it because most of the time they're in kind of pretty obscure places that yeah. you know, very few like fans can get over to or whatever. So it's okay. Next question I got here because we've answered a lot of mine, but um, current season, your team now, I guess, Baguette, we'll start with you. You guys are hot, eh? Your team's doing well. Yeah, we're not doing too bad. Uh, five points clear at the top. So, you know, can't, can't grumble. <laughs> long season baguette long season yeah 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 yeah. but uh yeah we're uh we're, Bo- we're doing and, well we're, and mosey's playing stuff. good and uh you guys even have a lot of injuries and are still doing well eh yeah yeah like last, last few weeks we have been out on our asses like we've like barely been able to run three lines it's it's been a it's been a slog but uh now they've been uh grinding out the results um yeah so Cannot Can. complain of the slightest. And Lee, the only the only feedback I got about Manchester is there has been a lot of <clears throat> personnel changes, a lot of player changes in and out. Yeah, and I reckon there's probably more to come before um, before too long as well. It's been it's been really hot and cold this season. You have one really good result, and then you know the next night it's like complete. 180 and it's it. I think that's when fans get really frustrated because you know that the ability is there to, to get results, but you're not getting it any more than like 0.5 of the season. And it's like, well, at least if you know your team sucks, you, you're going to accept for the season it's going to be hard. But Baz, stop breathing like you're still fat. <laughs> Sorry. How <laughs> <laughs> was that? How do you know it was me? Because <laughs> everybody could hear it. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but um, the only thing I got to say about that is, like, I know Finner's got the budget he's got, and I don't know who the bosses are or whatever, but, like, when you're a hockey coach, all you want is the budget, the rink, and be able to bring in the guys you want to bring in. And when you can't do that, it would be really challenging. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, the thing is, Wally, that Finner's got a pretty good record in- doing a pretty good job with the budget in Manchester. You know, we've had some pretty good seasons whilst Finn has been been here with us. And I think, you know, this is just going to be one of those. I think what happened last year with COVID and a lot of the rosters changed quite significantly. And guys, you thought you probably had signed for the next season have moved on. And so it was like, you know, almost a bit of a rebuild, really. And you don't know what you're getting and, until they come. And I think one of the benefits in Manchester is we've got the small building, the small ice surface. Normally, we've got a pretty strong identity in terms of making the most of that. And I just don't think this side this year has 
found it cute nearly like that. So, yeah, and it's um, it's <laughs> tough when you have a tough year. Like for all those players, it's a it's tough, man. When you're not good and you're trying to have fun in life, losing sucks for everybody. Um, okay, Baz, how are you guys doing? I see this Brody Reed guy scores a lot of goals, but other than that, pretty uh, well, pretty well pissed as a fart. <laughs> Oh, piss and a fart always, oh. yes. <laughs> um, it's I've I, Wally. To be honest, I've missed a, a few games this season. Um, obviously, with work, my job, where it's located, with work, no, with work. Um, so I've relocated from Cardiff uh, to Bridgewater now because I work on the Hinkley Point new nuclear power station. Oh, you do? Um, it's about an hour away from Car. I work on the new. I'm working on the new. We're building a nuclear power station. Yeah, yeah. No, I quoted so, some work about, there. <laughs> Heat treatment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're a bit yeah, global, yeah. So folks. Thought... We're, we got, we got uh, <laughs> a branch of the UK. Superheatfgh.com. Check us out, folks. You got to slide that right in there. Uh, Wally. <laughs> no, but seriously, I actually didn't quote the work there. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah. So I'm, yeah. Over, I'm over there. So um, <laughs> I work most weekends and it's just coming back and forth, back and forth. But yeah, I've missed a few games. The games I have watched, um, mix and match, mix and match. Um, That's what it some sounds games like. We look it, up, it, yeah, it sounds like you guys some, look some, incredible some games, or not. Oh, honestly, the first couple of games pre-season against, uh, against uh, Lee's team, against Manchester, we looked on fire. I mean, I was like, wow, this team, it looks amazing. And then it started just to wear off and a lot of combinations, line changes. And I, I don't know, I, Brody, I think Brody Reed's a fantastic player. Josh Waller and Duggan, I love those two, incredible. Um, Sanford's gone off the boil a bit, I think. Um, was that English? You know, he you was say? called Sanford. Oh, I don't know him. I think... Um, yeah, he's um he was scoring quite a few goals in you know beginning of the season, but then he's gone off the boil a little bit. So I don't know. I think it's like I said, it's a restarting process for us. It's a brand spanking new team, really. Well, and that and, and it takes time, man. It takes time. Like yeah. you bring in that many new dudes with a new coach, like it takes some time to become who it, you are, right? Like it was the same with Lordo. Lordo, we were I don't know if anybody would remember this, but 2014, I remember showing up to a practice like months into the season and I was at school and I don't get, sorry for burping, the challenge cup or the league <laughs> or whatever. Right. But like, I didn't really get it all. Yeah. And then I show up to practice. I'm like, Oh yeah, we've been winning lots of games. Like it's just going to be another practice. And then he was totally freaking out. What is that noise? Somebody driving a motorcycle. holy moly anyways but then so then we have this practice and i'm like i thought we were winning a bunch of games but challenge cup and league are different games and the whole thing is really confusing like because you as a hockey player you just show up and try and win the game right yeah Yeah. um i don't know wally i think it's going to be this season's going to be hard for us, I think. You know, we're still learning. The well, players coming and, in and it's that's from different the thing. leagues. You gotta, you gotta find who you are as a team. You, they, I, 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 I'm just guessing. I, I don't know what I'm talking about really because I'm just in my shed. But you need some yeah. guys that are like, this is the culture now. This is how we do things. 
this is Cardiff. This is who we are. You need a Joey Martin. Yeah. You need a Joey Haddad that are like just hundred percent, just the greatest people going. And like, when you show up, they're like, Hey, like we're the leaders of this team. We're the nicest people in hockey. We're also the best players on the team and you guys are going to follow us. And that's the way it works. Right. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like I said, they're still over Twitter, like saying, "Oh, this is one of the worst Cardiff teams you've ever watched." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" But you'll still be there next week watching that game, and you'll still be supporting that team. Why, why are you criticising our team for? Because we've had a bad, bad bit of bad run. Well, if you don't that, like it. Yeah. The door's never locked. The door's never locked. Second, oh, second second league, we're still the here. Oh. I oh, hate the negativity. I think the negativity <laughs> is a bunch of baloney. I think it's absolutely oh, ridiculous. It's loads of them. Loads of them on the league. Well, and it's, it's crazy because, like, so everybody doesn't remember, like, 2014-15, when we're playing in the BBT and we have no budget and we start building towards what Cardiff is now. Like, sorry, yeah. we won. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's not our oh, fault yeah. that we won all the stuff. And just so everybody knows, I've had the owner of the Cardiff Devils on my podcast. He's been in my shed. And you know what he told me? He will never take a cent out of the Cardiff Devils. Everything they make goes back into being better the next year. And you wonder wow. why they're good? It's because of that shit. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, so don't worry, 100%. folks. Breathe. You'll figure out who you are, right? <laughs> yeah. It just you gotta find a couple players. I hear this Matt Register guy is one of those guys. I I again I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just in my shed mm. at eight in the morning. Uh, but I hear Matt Register is one of those guys that can bring a team together. So don't worry. Yeah, when we in we we were down we were ringside watching him in the warm up and he he he's taking the warm up he's doing the talk and he he's he is an, he's like an old school devil I, I I think he's outstanding I love him you know he's he's settled in the team he's I think his, I think I now. think he's the guy that is lead like Richie is the captain and he does everything perfectly but I think that from what I hear of talking to people is this register fella is right there too <laughs> as one of the leaders and. He's gonna let everybody know how the Cardiff Devils play, but I've never met him. So Wally, I, <laughs> Wally, I think another Wally, I think another player who's like, talking about that who's a leader now who started coming his own. It's hundred percent Sam Duggan. Yeah, watching him when he first signed the Devils to what he is now, he's. I reckon he's gonna. Well, I would say future GB captain. And he did really. I've never, I've never seen him play, but I've. Oh, met, he's, I, uh, class. Well, I've met him on the pod and I could, I could give a player view if you want, but um, like he, he's the type of guy a team needs. Do you guys want me to give a player yeah. view of a guy I've never seen play? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. I did a podcast with Sam Duggan. I believe he was in the nineties. Okay. Um, he'll do anything for the team. He does it with a smile on his face. The coach could tell him to play lefty and he'd be like, yes, I will do the best I can at doing that. But he could also be on the power play any position. He's not really the half wall guy, the goal line guy. He could, he'll just do whatever the team needs. He wants to just help the team win and he wants everybody to have fun when they're at the rink. And he works as hard as anybody when he's on the ice and he's a gamer. Like when it comes down to game time, he's there for you and he's going to show the boys how to win. How'd I do? Oh, good. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah that's good. Oh, really? 
and he's got bigger yeah, this he's, season. As well. But he's a he's a winger, right? Yeah. He's a winger. He's not a center man. Yeah. No, he's a. He's, Am I right? He's a is, is he a winger? So hip, yeah. Mm, uh, I don't know what that means to be honest. I don't know what I'm talking about. You don't, know, you don't know the difference between a center and a winger? Oh, yeah. It's like a center midfielder, isn't it? Shut your like? mouth, Baz. Okay. <laughs> I just watched the players go on. they got defensemen and forwards, and that's it. <laughs> the guy that takes the face <laughs> off the centerman, okay? Oh, he's a center. Oh, like Dixon, then. Yeah, good hair, right? <laughs> yeah, lovely hair. Lovely hair. God, you don't know who centermen <laughs> or wingers are. You're fucking new. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. I got a clue. I'm still trying to get over. What's that? Um, you're what's still that hey, you got- at least at least you're not bringing in baguettes in your pants to the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> and then trying to make Evan Mosey eat a cheeseburger that you've had in your pants. Tell him to microwave it and uh, eat it, right? I didn't God. have to try. I didn't have to try. <laughs> he enjoyed it. I saw the picture. He, he was all spots. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I don't have a lot left here other than, no, these we've talked about all this. Other than, um, I would say, have you, okay, Baguette, have you ever been to playoffs weekend? I have been to playoffs weekend, yes. It's incredible. It's such a fucking good two days. It's the it's best day. Yeah, I know. I and I got to go as a fan. I was not a player. I did not go the way the rest of them do. I went as a pregame speaker and a fan, and it was a fucking blast. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I love it. I loved it. That one. I've only been the one weekend. That's when it all carnage happened. It was absolute carnage. Oh. Ugh. Do you guys want to know my story? Okay, I, I have never told this story on, on the pod before. I may as well tell this one. <laughs> um, so I went all the way to the finals weekend um, in Nottingham, and I hadn't been on many road trips other than Sheffield and Manchester. <clears throat> and there's, you know, there's a lot of hype. It's, it's playoff weekend. And I had been through a lot of different pregame speeches, and I didn't know what else to be. Well, <laughs> I spray painted myself blue other than um on my chest i had we had put tape on that said swat and then afterwards ripped the tape off my chest um so my chest said swat and the rest of my body was covered blue and um obviously we had a bit of a budget so i had gone to toys r us and i had bought a couple nerf guns and i came into the room like I was a SWAT team. And I was like, if we don't move together, if we're not tactically sound as a team, and if we don't move as one unit, and I started shooting Nerf guns at Marshy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then they, then, then they went out and lost six, nothing to Coventry. <laughs> so, so um, um, if you're, you think your team has a tough day, well, guess what? Maybe you've put in a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of thought and time into trying to figure out how to help them win. And then they still piss it down their leg. You know? 
It'll make you. Well, mad. They, they, well, they were probably on the ice thinking, "What the fuck just happened?" I was up in the <laughs> VIP. I was up in the VIP room. I was up in the VIP room with the George brothers watching us lose six nothing after I had just been spray painted blue with SWAT on my chest, and I was like, "Are you guys kidding me? You guys can't try harder than this when I'm the spray paint myself blue." Go fuck yourselves. I was so mad that day. <laughs> so then so then we lose that game. And then we're in the the whatever it's called, third place game. Who gives a shit, right? And Lordo loses his mind that I'm not ready and spray painted and doing something. I'm like, you think I play for third place? You guys can get as pumped up as you want. I ain't going nowhere near that room. I'm done. I quit. I'm retired. <laughs> 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 but serious, that's actually what happened. Um, yeah. So that's my playoff weekend. But other than them losing six nothing, I can see how every fan on every team they show up there and they all just have the right attitude, whether their team's in it or not, right? Dan, you answer. Yeah, yeah, everyone. I, I, I genuinely like you go to the you know, go to the weekend, and you're ready for your team if you're there. But it's when you go to a pub, you go to a pub or a bar, and you can you look across into you can see a Fife jersey, a Sheffield jersey, and Nottingham, and you're all lined up at a bar just getting beer, and you could look back and think, Do you know what? This is wicked. Everyone is here, and there's other teams from like you know, Swindon that come up, and maybe Milton Keynes fans who haven't made it the weekend, and everyone just having a beer together. Different pubs got the same sort of mix of plans. No trouble. Everyone just gets hammered together. It's a proper buzz. It's a, oh, it's an amazing weekend. I love it. But you see different fans. You chat to people you've never met before. and oh, It's just an amazing weekend. It's, it's a, it is, as yeah, you say. Fantastic. There's definitely one thing I got to say is I think, personally, there is a lot of inter-club breeding that weekend. <laughs> 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 no comments <laughs> there's some devils that turn into panthers they're half and half they don't know what they are <laughs> oh and, and fifers seriously you got a stealer and a devil laying the boots to each other that's just weird <laughs> i just i just hope one day you don't wake up and jack in your bed <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I said, just hope we one weekend you don't wake up and have lightning jack in your bed next to you. <laughs> oh, that's going to be the worst thing ever. But like, like realistically, the only way I can have the shed and a podcast is, is weekends like that. Is, is, is the hockey community in the UK, the people, the fans, like you donkeys, that like that like show up at the rink and make it like a family. Right. And like, it's not just going to a hockey game. It's so much more than that. Right. Yeah, Somebody yeah, else answered. Yeah, uh, not me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it's a bit like, I mean, that's one of the things about oh, hockey in the UK. Like play I love that playoff. Cause that's one of. Lee go. I'm, I'm, yeah, so, I'm so, officiating so, now. The fact that it's still quite, you know, it's still quite a minority, not minority sport, isn't it? In the UK. And I think that's the, because of that, like it's like a bond between everybody that's kind of watching and involved in it and all yeah. the rest of it. Whereas, you know, when you go with the football and things like that, you know, it, it's totally different and everybody's there for their own reasons. And the hockey's just so different. It's just something that everybody's yeah. got in common that, you know. But the weird know, part to me is in the UK, it's like you guys have made it that way. The fans that go to those games make it that way. The soccer fans that go to those games make it that way. In Germany, 
the hockey fans were like soccer fans. And to be honest, I didn't really like you, <laughs> but in the UK, <laughs> like I, like I really enjoyed after the game going out in the BBT to go have a beer with whoever it was. And we would talk about the game, whether we won, whether we lost, like who sucked, who played good navigator, Lieutenant. But anyway, that, that's what that's what I loved about the UK is that it was it was a hockey family, and it wasn't just the players, it wasn't just the guys on the Devils, it was the whole fan group, really. So yeah. well, that was uh, yeah. back back 100%. in the day. Uh, back in the day, the, the playoff weekend used to be up in Manchester. Um, really, at the old yeah. Ridge. You're not doing that yeah, shit in the BBT. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh god. Yeah, you know, he used to, he used to be up in Manchester and, and it, there was a pub across the road from the arena there called the Cathedral Arches. And it honest to God, it was just it was chaos in there. Like fans from every every team in there, the players being there, you know, it just it and, and it just went off every single time and that you know during the playoff weekend but after just regular season games as well you know you'd have thousands of people in there some nights and you know all the players are going and have beers with the fans it's just you don't get that in a lot of other sports and that that's what i think makes yeah. the game in the uk oh, I, I agree baguette you you got i haven't you haven't said much in a while you got there? Uh, no pretty, uh, pretty much exactly the same like i but the game aside like yeah part of what i love about hockey is the hockey family and how it brings everyone together because we do all have this shared but minority uh, interest. And yeah, it, it's just great. And obviously, you know, it's great us having this sort of chat and having a beer together and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really cool. I just, I just, I just love it. Yeah. Right. And, and, the playoff, and the playoff weekend just encapsulates all that together. It's yeah. It's incredible. And it's the only league in the world that, does that right that has a and i like i used to i guess talk down about it how you don't have playoff series and you know it it's it's just different and you got to be different right like whatever you're doing you can't be like everybody else it's like me coming out to my shed i don't edit anything i don't i don't do nothing i just send it and that is what makes me different i think than the other pods is that i'm saying i'm coming out to the shed with four fans we're gonna chat and i'm gonna send this shit whether you guys say something stupid or not well <laughs> 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 Wally, for, like from a player's perspective though i guess like same thing because you guys if, if it was the same everywhere you went to play then what's what's the fun in that surely like as a as a it's not player, the same everybody's yeah. not the same every person's different you fans on the bus are different. The players are all different. Nobody's the same. I remember yeah. going over to Wally night and I won't say any names, but like I flew all the way over to Cardiff. I didn't know the guys, but there was a couple guys. As soon as that game left, they got showered and left. And I'm like, you're a loser. Like actually, <sighs> like you just won a game. You just beat a team three, nothing. And you're out of the room in seven minutes. Grow the fuck up. Be part of the team, you know? But that's all mm. I got to say. 
You got a naked guy spray painted red that flew across the world to try and help you win. And then you win and you just leave and you don't even like chat. Whatever. A bit obnoxious, that is. That's just not hockey, but no. You know, and you guys get it though. That's why I had you guys on. It's like you guys get that. Like hockey should be fun. Whether you take a baguette to the rink, whether you take your top off, whether you sit in the parking lot listening to Cole Swindell waiting for Carl to drive us home. Like hockey should be fun, right? Yeah. Like you guys are spending all your money you work all week for to go to the game and have fun. And like, yeah, sometimes the team doesn't show up, but like as long as they show up and do their best and like, yeah, losing sucks. I know about it every time, every yeah. time you lose, it sucks. Right. Even if it's coaching under 11s. <laughs> yeah. How'd you Did you lose? You, you back well, in it again soon? Or is that the only trophy you got this year? Uh, we have one more tournament this year so instead of having playoff series um we are now i guess like the uk league because of covid um we're doing year-end tournaments um Mm. personally i haven't seen a team that could beat us in a series but um in a game in the silver stick finals when you go into a shootout apparently you can lose but uh, i don't think anybody's gonna beat us just thinking out loud. See <laughs> uh, <laughs> as it is. Um, but what was really what was what was really cool yesterday? <laughs> well, not really cool. It was funny. Was uh, we won two one against a team that was a rep team from a different town that like we're not even supposed to play or whatever. But we win. And that it's two one. It's a great game. Knox plays great. Um, Colby does well. And then the game ends with the. <laughs> I'm standing in the hallway after my, my speech to the boys and I'm standing there we're letting them get undressed and do their own thing and be a team, right? And I'm standing in the hallway and the ref comes up to me and he says, hey, so uh, how do I get on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not joking. Wow. I was in a town I'd never been to in my life and the ref comes up and says, how do I get on the podcast after we had just won? So... The hockey world is very small. I've have four guys on from Cardiff, from Sheffield, from Manchester, but like when people start talking, it gets very weird how small this all is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. Baz, everybody knows you. Maybe not wow. that you're skinny oh. now. Like <laughs> yeah, now. I know. I think I do have a playoff weekend, Wally. Playoff playoff weekends was that was the first time I took my top off, and since then that's when it exploded. Since then, and I think a lot of the devil's fans. I had never taken my top off until Wally night. (laughs) Wally night. uh, I think also we helped the players. Obviously, was when I ran to a shop uh, when we won. I ran to the shop and bought a big bottle of apple sambuca. Was it Dan? (laughs) Apple sambuca. Yeah. I was getting all the, all the players are coming in and I was just literally into their mouths and Lord had a good old, old swig of it. And yeah. When hockey players take themselves too seriously and like they take the whole game too seriously, like you're playing in the UK and you're making a few hundred pounds a week. 
grow up and have some fun. Let your nuts yeah, exactly. drop and live a little. Don't go home seven minutes after the game to have your protein shake, you fucking loser. <laughs> you know? I, yeah, apple. <laughs> but, like, seriously, right? Like, you're in the UK. You're not going to be retired after hockey. Go over there and have some fun, right? Yeah. Like, oh, enjoy exactly, the fans. Yeah. Enjoy the time. Like, play as good as you can. But, like, come on. Yeah, this is, this is how I got <laughs> Those guys got to understand how lucky they are to do that, though. I mean, it's like, you know, once in a lifetime type experiences, isn't it? And just got to enjoy every minute of it. Because as you know, Wally, like, you know, before you know it's it's done with and you're in the real world. And, right. And you know, so, so like, what? You're going you're gonna to play the game and leave seven minutes later? Like, why don't you enjoy what you're doing? Sit down, have fun, open a beer, and enjoy winning a game, right? <laughs> like... You can always yeah. go yeah. home the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> People love Mosey and Sheffield because of this very reason. Like, he is such a fucking lad. Like, just right. last night after we played Coventry, like, he came out and he just had, like, a like a Christmas suit on. So it weren't just oh, like, he like, like yeah. he's leaving, leaving the rink. He's, he's got, like, Santa's all over his suit and everything. And like just things like yeah. that is like, everyone loves Mosey at the minute is yeah is brilliant. But and the Pete, thing is, is like he, he enjoys being a hockey player. Like he's having fun. He is enjoying it. He's not stressed out. He's he's playing as good no. as he can every game, and he's doing everything he can for his team. And he's exactly who I would sign if I was signing a team. And who knows if this shed keeps getting legit and my kids grow up, then who knows? Maybe I'll be a coach someday. <laughs> Tell guys, I'll, you. I'll tell you who yeah. I'd sign. They're the guys that come into <laughs> come my home, shed. <laughs> come home. Yeah. No, but seriously, like come Evan home, come home to us. Evan Mosia and Matt Carruth would be two of the first players I would sign. And it's because they have charisma. They're, they're enjoying being hockey players. They're having fun yep. with it. Like, like they're bringing people into the arena, whether they like it or not, you know, like they're, they sell tickets and they're good dudes. Okay. Wally, Wally, it was yeah. like, um, it was like, it was like Mosey when he was in the devils, him and Duggar had a wicked relationship. All yeah. the things they would do in clapping hands after the game, they brought the kids back in. The kids would, you could see kids were on the rink doing the Mosey clap. With, with yeah, I mean, and last week in in Sheffield, he was just doing it on his own because it because obviously didn't have Duggan there, so he's just in the middle of the ice, just like oh, oh, he was pretending that he was there by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, that, that is really heartbreaking. <laughs> that is God, darn oh, oh. Um, but that's like, and that's the thing is like, if those guys don't get shit like that started, then the game ends. And, people leave seven minutes later and it's like well we like fans just paid this much money to come watch you play they just worked all week to be here and be part of it like can you not take 30 minutes go crush some beers and talk about whether you lost or won and have a good time like where do you gotta go it's the same with my under 11 team when i'm trying to have my post game speech and i'm like why do you have to get undressed right now? I'm trying to talk to you. Stop it. Let's have our meeting. Yeah. Enjoy being a hockey player. Where do you have to go so fast? This We came all the way here to play hockey. The game's over. 
sit down and relax. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. You know, and I think honestly, I personally, people could tell me I'm nuts that I don't know what I'm talking about. The Cardiff Devils vibe, the whole groove started happening in the BBT, in that locker room. We would win a game and our wives would be furious out in the lobby because we just wouldn't come out. We would sit there, we would listen to tunes and we would get proper pissed as a fog right and we would we would be in there and like so lisa and colby would leave because he was young they'd be gone so i had nothing to worry about but all these other wives would be like are you guys serious you've been in there for two hours like we're waiting out in the bar it's closed but like that's when teams become teams right and whether cardiff needs to hear this or not I know Mac doesn't need to hear this or register. He knows what he's doing from what I can understand, but maybe you guys should win a game and just stay in the fucking room for two hours. Have fun. Don't go anywhere. Play the music, become a team and then leave. Yeah. Don't leave shout seven ball. minutes after the game or I'm going to punch you right in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> And this has been another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Lee, the Bagat, Pete, Baz, Massive or Little, and my creepy stalker neighbor, Dan Perkins. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Goldbanks. I'm like Pete Southampton. I'm always speaking my mind.